This week on The Swearwolves, we discuss two movies that are thematically lycanthropic, Silver Bullet and Werewolves Within. Swearwolves Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. David, people often ask about our name. Yeah, what does that mean? The Swearwolves. Yeah. And uh, and we say, you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> I told, I don't, did I tell this on the podcast where somebody stopped me on the road? I don't think so. Oh. Tell it. I was driving my car, so my license plate is Swearwolves. Yeah. And uh, someone was uh they pulled up next to me and they rolled down their window and they said what's your license plate mean as him and his partner or something his, yeah his wife girlfriend i don't know and they were like uh, what does your license plate mean and i said uh, it means the swear wolves and they're like oh i go do you well, know what that is <laughs> see you and later i go have you ever seen the movie what we do in the shadows and they're like no and i was like okay well it's from that and then I just rolled my window up. No mention of the podcast. No. We're really great at self-promotion. Yeah. The worst at yeah. self-promotion. But, uh. Yeah, I get that sometimes I'll have, like, my Swearwolves hat on. So be like, oh, I like your hat. And I'm like, thanks. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> Dumbass. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, uh, it, it's obviously from what we do in the shadows. And the werewolves in that movie say we're werewolves, not swearwolves. Yeah. Right. But we're the swearwolves, not werewolves. That's correct. So we've taken that <laughs> we're the moniker opposite. and we were like, this is what we are. But as the swearwolves, I feel like every once in a while we should do like werewolf themed yeah. episodes. Yeah, wolfy episodes. Yeah. We've done some the wolfies wolf man yeah. before. We've done some wolf movies. And Ginger uh, Snaps. Ginger dog Snaps. Soldiers. Dog Soldiers. American Werewolf in London. Howl. Yeah. yeah. We've done a lot. Today is no exception. We'll be doing two wolf... Today is a vampire episode. <laughs> we'll be doing two wolf-themed movies uh, today, both of which I had never seen. Really? I had never seen... Well, the, the newest movie, obviously. It's brand yeah, I mean, new. Yeah, I hadn't seen that either. Um, but uh, Silver Bullet from 1985, I, I had seen the ending. Yeah, you know, I don't think I've ever seen the whole thing. I've seen yeah. bits and pieces over the years, but yeah. yeah, I don't think I've ever sat down and watched it from start to finish. And neither had I. Yeah. Um, but it's one of my wife's favorite movies from when she was growing up. Aw. And, uh, well, let's talk about it. Yeah, let's see if uh, you're sleeping <laughs> on the couch tonight. <laughs> Silver Bullet, 1985. October 11th, 1985. Uh, what do you think the number one movie in the United States of America was in 19 19- October, October 11th? I went with Weird Science. Uh, 
No. Damn. Think uh, Schwarzenegger. Red Heat? No, Red Heat was way after. Is that, that after? 85. Maybe not way after. It was probably like a year. What was it like Conan the Barbarian or something? No. Conan it's, the... uh, I'll give you another hint. Alyssa Milano. Oh, um, Commando? Yeah. Okay. What I'm going right now. <laughs> <laughs> the balls are out. Oh, and you're wearing shorts. I can actually see up them. I can see your, your testicles. It's warm today. They're impressive. Yeah. Oh, it's, like chew- it's like I'm sitting on chewing gum over <laughs> Just hanging low. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Commando was the number one movie. I don't know if I've ever seen that movie. That's another one. I think I've seen bits and pieces. I had a neighbor friend growing up who was Loved like Commando. Yeah, well, he would wear like the the camouflage pants all the time and uh, the camouflage hat, and he yeah, had like yeah. a Rambo knife that he won at the fair. And I think I went through Commando I went through a phase like that as a kid where yeah, after school you put on your your military garb and play play war in the backyard yeah oh yeah i mean we would play that all the time but he was like big he get real into it he's like i was in the shit yeah and he would also like reminds me of being back in nam (laughs) (laughs) he subscribed to like uh, i don't know if he subscribed to this but he always had them like ninja magazines oh yeah i remember (laughs) those absolutely like throwing stars stars and fucking nunchucks (laughs) yes yes he was a weird God, kid. I had a bunch of throwing stars and shit. <laughs> You're a weird kid. I was a weird kid. My, were you in my neighbor? <laughs> <laughs> Did he go like the the military surplus store and stuff? I don't know. Uh, we stopped hanging out after a few <laughs> years, uh, but we were like really good friends because we were right next door. Yeah. But uh, he was a couple years older than me, actually. Yeah. But I also remember this. Like, I'd go over to his house like in the summertime when our parents would be at work. And we would just like watch TV and just hang out and shit. But I'd go over to his house and he'd always have like grape Kool-Aid and he would uh, drink it and then he would burp and blow it in my face. <laughs> Did it smell like grape? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he would always eat like a salami sandwich also. Gross. <laughs> blow that in my face. <laughs> Sounds like a profound asshole. Yeah, with his camo pants on. <laughs> anyway. Um, would you ever like just not be able to see him because the camo? You just blend in. <laughs> so where'd like, oh, shit, go? where'd he go? I'm like, I'm right here. <laughs> And he'd, f- he'd smell the burp. Be like, oh, there he is. <laughs> uh, number one song, October 11th, 1985. I went with We Don't Need Another Hero by Tina Turner. Oh, that's a good one. We that's don't a- need another hero. That's from uh, Mad Max. Thunderdome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. No. This song that was the number one song had a really cool music video. And it was like computer animated. It was really big on MTV because it it stated like the slogan of MTV in the song. Oh, um, Dire Straits, Money for Nothing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Not really a song you can play these no. days. <laughs> there's a yeah. There's a particular line in that song. It's like, oh wow, did he just say that? Yeah. They they um. I think a lot of times they edit it out. I would imagine so. Yeah. But I was. Listening to now Sirius Satellite Radio, which they don't really have to edit stuff out, but I was listening to that and they were playing the song and they kept that line in. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, wow. If you're familiar with the song, you know what line we're talking about. If you're not, who gives <laughs> Sorry. a fuck? Sorry. We're not going to say it. We got to move these refrigerators. So I was watching UHF the other night. <laughs> Doesn't he, does he do the Beverly Hills, uh, Beverly Hillbilly one you know, in that movie? I've never seen that movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, Weird Al does a parody of uh money for nothing i thought that song was easy top for like the longest time as i guess kid, mark as a, knopfler as a kid. though mark knopfler the the yeah the guitarist and lead, lead singer, singer. Yeah. i guess he's like a really good guitarist yeah yeah he is but uh my wife hates dire straits really hates him 
I'm like, come on, fucking. You got some good shit. What's that one? Um, Sultans of Swing. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Sultans of Swing. <laughs> I guess that's the only two songs I know. <laughs> so those are the only two songs I know. There's two. <laughs> Whatever. They're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. For two songs. <laughs> You've never seen that movie? No. Seen, uh, UHF? I have not. It's funny. You know, it's funny. Before you came over, it was actually on TV. Like when I was flipping through the channels, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Nah." Some of the yeah, time. it was on TV the other night. That, uh, yeah. That's why I was watching it. Uh, fucking Michael Richards is in it. Kramer. Oh, is he really? Yeah, he plays the janitor. Nice Cosmo. All right, where are we? Written by Stephen King. Stephen King wrote the novella. The novella. Novella. A telenovela. <laughs> he wrote the it's tele- all in Spanish. <laughs> You had to adapt it. You had to translate it. Uh, he wrote the novella. I forget what the novella's called. Yeah, it's not Silver Bullet. No, it's something else. Were- werewolves. Yeah, they're wolves. Yeah, exactly. They're castle. <laughs> um, but he also wrote the screenplay. Uh, directed by Dan Ateus. Music by Jay Chataway. Stars Gary Busey as Uncle Red. Uh, Everett. McGill as Reverend Lowe. Everett McGill was uh, people I under the him. stairs. Yeah, he was the dude. Yeah, well, he was the asshole the, dad. The, yeah, the man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Corey Haim as Marty. Megan Follows as his sister Jane. Megan Follows was uh, Anne of... No, was it Anne of Green Gables? Some oh, really? shit like that. Okay. <laughs> I think she was Anne of Green Gables in those like, yeah, yeah. series of movies. Terry O'Quinn. As yeah. the sheriff, John Locke himself from, uh, <laughs> from Lost. Lost. And then Lawrence Tierney, he owned the bar in this movie. His name was Owen. Oh, yeah. Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir Dogs, yeah. yeah. Everybody else. Mr. Pink. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Blonde. <laughs> uh, budget for this movie, $7 million. Box office? What do you think the box office was? I'm going to say it made a little bit of money. I don't know. 15? Close. $12.4 million. Nice. So, not too bad. Eh. I mean, it was 85 after all. Yeah, turn a profit, not showing off. But, yeah. You know, There's a lot of good movies that came out in 85, so. Yeah. <laughs> to turn a profit. But I also think, like, to turn a profit back then was easier because people would go to the movies more often. Yeah, you didn't have a choice. Yeah. Nowadays, like, with DVD, well, DVDs. A, Blu-ray. And then downloading. Yeah. Uh, streaming services. And you don't have to wait. Like back in the day when a movie came out, it's like if you wanted to rent it, oh, it's going to be like a, a year. year. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, nah. Until it's on VHS. And yeah. Then, now it's like it's out. And then you got to like it hunt it down. You yeah. got to like go to the video store on the Friday that and it comes out. And hope it's in stock. Yeah. Or Tuesday or whenever it comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about the plot of this movie. So the movie's narrated by um, Jane. Jane as an adult. But which, it's which I don't really understand why. I don't know. I don't Probably know. because the book is. I guess. Sure. From her POV, <laughs> I don't know. But uh, the movie's narrated by an older Jane, and uh, it's flashing back to 1978, the summer. 76, wasn't it? Mm, no, whatever. Oh, was it 76? I think it was 76. The bicentennial year. Oh, was that why? No. <laughs> I don't think oh. that ever comes up. I might be wrong. It might be 78. It was 76 or 78. Yeah. It was not 77. No, fuck 77. <laughs> fuck 77. No good thing happened in 1977. <laughs> especially, oh, especially my birth. Your birth or, or Star Wars. Sorry. Oh, it was 1976. You're right. <laughs> Look, I was so wrong. Oh, God. You know, I might have taken my glasses off real quick when it flashed the year. <laughs> there you go. Uh, something happened in 1978 in some movie we watched. Maybe not. I don't know. 
fuck this. It's 1976. <laughs> you're right. Um, so it's like right at the end of the school year. Like yeah. they're getting they're like just out of spring it's break, like spring, I think, right. and then it goes into fall. So a lot of months pass. Mm-hmm. And that's important to know too, because the, well, it's about a fucking werewolf, so I'm not spoiling anything, but the werewolf attacks. Yeah. It seems like it all happens within the span of a couple of days, but it's like monthly. Right. Right. Yeah. Cause the moon. Exactly. Um, it's actually very scientific. <laughs> yeah. How, I how, how it all works. We don't get all the ins and outs, <laughs> but trust <laughs> us. <laughs> uh, Jean's brother, Marty, who's Corey Haim. He is, um, in a wheelchair. He's wheelchair bound. Yeah. And he's got this sweet ass fucking motorcycle wheelchair. It's pretty rad. <laughs> <laughs> that like has yeah, it's like a motorcycle. And it's like yeah, it's, you'd he, never he miss zips him. Zips around. No, he's loud as hell. <laughs> Hear him coming a mile away. Yeah, but uh, they're at. Uh, and we get a kill right at the very beginning of the movie, oh, yeah, like a yeah. railroad worker. Something gets his head knocked off. Yeah, he's walking around the railroad. He's like drunk. Yeah. And he's like, (laughs) (laughs) but anyway, he hears a noise. And of course, and he finds like a, some werewolf prince and I think he goes, Oh shit. And then turns around and just knocks his head off. His head gets chopped off. And like the, the Jane says in the narration, she's like, uh, nobody really thought much of it because he was a drunk and it was just an accident. So I'm assuming people thought that he fell asleep on the tracks and and the train ran over his head. Got him right on the neck. Pop that head right off. It's like a fucking dandelion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I would I would uh, be a little sus of the person who like did the autopsy and was like, "Yep, that's what happened." Because clearly, that's not what happened. <laughs> no, no. There's lacerations for sure. Yeah. Anyway, and then it goes to like this annual like summer festival or some yeah. shit like that. I don't know, spring festival or whatever. And, uh, it's like a small town America. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know where it takes place someplace in the South, maybe. Yeah. Know. Or the East. I got kind of an East coast. Oh yeah. Vibe. Maybe Maine. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's Stephen <laughs> King. Probably. But people in Southern accents. That's Oh yeah. I don't know. Maybe Maine just attracts people from all over the United States. They're like, we have no just distinguishable like, Just like we know this movie does not take place in 1977. It does not take place in the West. It's somewhere else. <laughs> yes. There you it go. It does not take place in the Southwest, at least. Because <laughs> nobody would be outside no. in the summertime. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> we have all of our outside parties in December or January. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So they're at this like festival. I don't know. People are bringing baked goods and shit like that. It looks so like nice. It looks so like wholesome. It's like a place you want to live. Yeah. Anywhere USA. As long as they have the internet. And, <laughs> yeah, and, exactly. And air conditioning. We see, okay, so Corey Haim, he's in his wheelchair and he's got this buddy of his. Brady. Yeah. And uh, Brady's like a fuck. Yeah. There are a couple of little shits, but Brady, mostly Brady in particular. Yeah, Brady's more of the instigator and he's oh, like, yeah. he finds this garter snake and he's like, hey, look, a snake. And Corey Haim's like, yeah, that's cool. Brady's like, hey, I'm going to stick it up your sister's fucking dress. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's like, well, okay. And so then, uh, well, he doesn't do that, but he like drops he hangs it. it from like a tree or something yeah. and scares her. Yeah. And, and she, she falls back, tears her nylons. Yeah. Falls into mud or something. She's like, hey, gee, you booger. She calls him a booger a couple times. Yeah. And then she's like, I hope you fucking die. <laughs> I hope you use, lose the use of your legs. He's like, Oh, <laughs> too late. Sorry. Uh, she, but uh, she gets pissed off. Yeah. And the parents are just like, meh. 
<laughs> yeah. Like, just relax. But anyway, as she's, like, running away crying, she, like, goes and hides in, like, the woods. And she's like... <laughs> yeah, she's blubbering. She's blubbering like an idiot. <laughs> she overhears another blubbering idiot coming up. <laughs> and she's, like, uh, talking to this dude. And she's like, hey, you're the father. I'm pregnant. And you're yeah, the father. Yeah, it's like a couple and they're arguing. Well, they're not even a couple. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was just kind of a hookup. Yeah, and the guy's like, fuck you. I'm not the dad. <laughs> he says, that's your oven, but that ain't my bun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she's like, but it is you. It is your oh, bun. poor lady. Aww. I felt so bad for her. Me too. What a dick. Yeah, this guy, he's like, yep, fuck off. Yep. <laughs> you were good for one thing and one thing only. Mm. And, he's, and she's like, and he just, he bolts. Yep, see ya. So she starts, so he just like a man. (laughs) So Jane overhears this. Um, so we, we know that what's going on. Well, later that night, was it that night? Yeah. It's around whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. This lady who she heard, you know, saying that she's pregnant was like, you know what? She's up in her bedroom. Yep. Fuck this shit. She starts to pound some pills. She's going to kill herself. Well, she pops the first one. No sooner does she pop the first one than a fucking werewolf comes through His her window. Pops through the window. <laughs> and kills her. Fucking rips her apart. Yep. <laughs> it would have been awesome to <laughs> Werewolf needed to make more noises like that. Yeah. But uh, the werewolf comes in and kills her. It's a bummer. It is a bummer. So Gary Busey's the uncle. Uncle Red. And he comes over to their house like once a month to like hang out. But he's getting a divorce for the third time. And his sister, who is Marty's mom, is like all pissed off at him. Yeah, and he's a drunk. Well, yeah, he's drinks. Kind of, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. He drinks. He parties. He gets he's a little, just, gets he's a little irresponsible. Sloppy. Yeah, he's just a big kid. But he loves his nephew, and he's like always like joking with him, telling him stupid jokes. Um, yeah, and he kind of tells the sister like, "You make his disability his identity. Like, there's way more to this kid than just the fact that he can't walk." Stop yeah. treating him like a baby. Yeah. And he like teaches him how to play poker and I don't know. They yeah. just he's just the fun uncle. But I can understand the mom's point of view because the mom's like, look, you're just here like once a month. You're not here all the time. You're not having to wipe his ass. You're not having to fucking <laughs> yeah. take care of him and do all this other kind of stuff. You're just here to like you're just here for the off. fun part. Yeah. Right. And I get that. And he's like, yep. <laughs> he's like, all right, deuces. <laughs> but uh, anyway, Gary Busey's cool. I like Gary Busey in this movie. Yeah, I thought he was it, a lot of fun. Yeah, agreed. Um, Brady is the other friend. And, well, okay, so I should say this. The kids are now getting out of school. And uh, we see that Marty, uh, Corey, uh, Corey him, his, he's got a girlfriend. I, I don't know if he's his girlfriend. He, yeah, he likes her and she likes him. Yeah. Um, and she does kiss him. So. Mm. Yeah. Meow. <laughs> Wait a minute. She's like 10, 12. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so there, uh, he walks her. Oh, he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't walk her. <laughs> he rolls her home. He rolls with her. Yeah. And she walks home. Um, no, he goes with her. <laughs> I can roll with it. Maybe <laughs> he takes her home and she's got an asshole dad. Yeah. And he's kind of a drunk. He's just, he he's is a, a, he's drunk. a dick. Um, why is it that in all these movies that Stephen King writes, like if there's like some like hillbilly hick, they're always watching professional wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I start to question my choices in life yeah. at that point because I'm like, hey, well, I'll watch professional wrestling every <laughs> once in a while. 
uh, but like in that uh, creep show. That's right. Uh, what's his name? Jordy. Yeah. He's watching wrestling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I love when they watch wrestling though, and they get and he gets so involved in it in this movie. He's like, get him, get him. Yeah. Nobody says nobody fucking watches wrestling. He's like, actively but, cheering them on. I don't even watch like real sports like that. Like yeah, UFC or, or football or anything. Well, I'll yell it for the football. I'll yell at the TV with football. But I do too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when my team's on defense and like uh, the other team's like returning a punt or a kick, I want to. I like to yell, "Kill him! <laughs> Kill him! <laughs> Rip his head off!" But anyway, her dad's a dick, and uh, she she tells Marty, she's like, "Look, something's going on. I hear weird noises uh, from that shed." <laughs> her dad goes to jerk off. He's like, "What? You heard that? <laughs> Shit!" <laughs> Mind your own business. Yeah. But she's like, I hear weird noises from that shed all the time. Something's going on in that shed. Yeah. And uh, Marty's just like, well, whatever. I don't know what to tell you. See ya. My mom needs to wipe my butt. I gotta go poop. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go putz home. So he takes off. But later that night, the dad, like I said, was watching wrestling, drinking, being an asshole. And there's noise out there. So he grabs his shotgun. He's like, I'll take these kids down. <laughs> And uh, he goes. Yeah, he wants to shoot him with, like with rock salt or something. Yeah, he goes out there. Well, he gets got. Yeah, bursts through the floorboards and grabs him. Yeah, kills Whee! him. Now Marty's girlfriend has to go live with her fucking aunt and uncle somewhere else in the fucking world. Yeah, it's a so bummer. She gets taken away. Brady, his best friend, they're out fucking flying kites. And uh, Marty has to go home for dinner. Brady's like, yeah, yeah, I'll leave in a second. Then all of a sudden Brady comes up missing. Well, they find his body. They find his bloody kite first, yeah. And yeah, then they the find sheriff finds what, his what remains of him. Fucking body. Meanwhile, there's this whole sub story of this other asshole. Is it uh Andy? Who's the uh asshole who's trying to overthrow the sheriff? Oh yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. They're at the bar every night at the VFW or wherever the fuck they are. <laughs> and uh, he's always like, come on, guys. This sheriff doesn't know shit. And he, there's a killer out there, and we got to fucking... We got to band together and yeah. get some like, vigilante justice. Yeah. And, he, and he's always bagging on the deputy. He's like, this fat son of a bitch over here. <laughs> he's constantly making fun of him. <laughs> yeah. The poor deputy. But anyway, so after the, after the boy dies, then everybody in the town's like, you know what? Maybe he's right. Yeah, because even the dad shows up at one of these, and he goes like full like Brady's dad. Yeah, yeah, he goes full uh, Alex Kintner mom. Yeah, on the on the sheriff. Yep. Like, yeah, you're letting people go outside. <laughs> <laughs> there's a werewolf out there, and you knew. Right, he doesn't talk about werewolves, but he's like, "There's a killer. We gotta we gotta do something." Yep, exactly. So they all like grab guns. Yeah, and they like they're gonna roll out, and then the Reverend shows up, Reverend Low, and, and he's like, "Stop, stop! This is this is madness. Yeah, this Don't, is insanity. <laughs> Don't do it." <laughs> they grab various like fucking shotguns and baseball bats and implements of destruction. What I don't don't understand is they're gonna go out and look for the murderer. How will they know the murderer when they see him? Like, will he be walking around with like a gun and a machete or something, or looking for a hockey masked fellow? I, I think that's what they're hoping for. I don't know, like. Just seems strange, and like, and then they go to the woods. Like the killer's obviously he, hiding in the woods. Apparently, it doesn't make a lot of sense. No, but they they don't have much of a plan. No, listen, the sheriff's like, look, you guys are idiots, and they're like, no, we're not. Let's go to the woods. To the woods <laughs> with our baseball bats. And, and then shit. all of a sudden, there's more fog in this woods than there is in the movie The Fog. Yeah, it's a very 
foggy area. <laughs> like I thought they were walking through like uh, like water because it was like up to their waist. Yeah, no, it was all fog. And then all of a sudden, this was kind of cool though. The the wolf or we know it's a wolf starts grabbing them. They're popping up. <laughs> you see people dropping. <laughs> yeah, dropping into the fog. And yeah. so they're like, where'd he go? Well, they all scatter like a bunch of ants, but a couple of them die. Lawrence Tierney gets killed. Yeah, I think two, maybe two more. And then they all just fucking scatter. But then they're like, "Eh, we didn't really see anything. But uh, the Reverend has a weird-ass dream. That nightmare was cool. In which... It's like a funeral for the... Is it for the kid or something? For the kid, and everybody in there turns into a fucking werewolf. It's awesome. And then, like, one of them is playing the organ (laughs) and, like, banging on it. I thought that was really cool. There's more unsolved mysteries. Now the town is, like, going to have all these curfews. And uh, they they canceled the Fourth of July celebration, like the fireworks and everything. And so Marty and his family and Marty's really bummed about it. They're gonna have their own little backyard barbecue, and uh, Gary Busey comes over, of course, and he's made Marty a new fucking wheelchair, um, yeah, which is called the Silver Bullet, and it's awesome. And it's it's like a fucking motorcycle. It's like a tricycle. It's like a trike. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's fucking rad. And I was like, Marty's only twelve, and he's driving this like. That yeah, a driver's license. Like, <laughs> I don't know. That thing's going sixty-five oh, yeah. miles an hour. It's faster than the cars on the road. Yeah, he was passing people. He's all mah, mah, flipping them <laughs> off, giving him the finger, <laughs> driving by semi trucks, doing the little pull thing. Like, <laughs> it was stupid. I was driving through my neighborhood the other day, and there was this kid who had gotten off the bus. She was must have been like ten or twelve. Uh-huh. And uh, me and my son, I was taking him home from school. And she had just gotten off the bus. And uh, she's like going to every car that passes. She's doing that semi thing, too. And I was like, <laughs> did you honk your horn? Yeah, I did. But yeah, but I'm not a semi. No. Like, no. Idiot, idiot kids. <laughs> stupid, <laughs> stupid ass kid. <laughs> and then the other day, this is the other funny thing that happened. So these kids are crossing. You know how like I was turning right. And these kids were in the, they were crossing the street. So yeah, I had to kind like of wait. Your car. Yeah. yeah, so I had to kind of wait for them before I could turn down the road that they were crossing. And they came up to the intersection and there was two kids together in there. I saw them walking together down the, mm-hmm. down the sidewalk. And then they get to the intersection. They both start crossing. And then one kid looks at my car. They both look at my car. You go, hey, what's werewolves mean? <laughs> one kid like continues to like hurriedly cross across the crosswalk because he sees that a car is waiting. Yeah. And the other kid looks at my car, turns around, and fucking runs. <laughs> no shit. I didn't stop. He just kept going. And I was like, where the hell the is hell? he going? <laughs> Up until the point he saw my car, he was going to walk with his friend. But then yeah. he sees my car and he's like, I'm out of here. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, fucking assholes. Kids are so weird. It's so funny. Maybe he read your license plate as werewolf. And he's well, like, oh, oh shit, a werewolf. My license plate's on the back. He was in the front. Oh, God whatever <laughs> stupid kids kids are just dumb <laughs> yep. dumbass kid so marty's marty's tooling around in this uh new it's like a almost like an 80s kind of montage scene of him riding his yeah. little trike to like 80s music yeah, it's all happy like yeah very montage music yeah made for tv music mm-hmm. almost so they have their night of fun eating pork chops and yeah, having Fourth of July. And Red gives him some fireworks. He's yeah. like, you can't, you know, even though there's no fireworks this year, but here's some. Some have fireworks. Some fun. He gives him like a whole bag full. Yeah, and he's like, here, pretty cool. And then he gives him a rocket. He's like, do this one last. Yeah, because it's a rocket or whatever. I don't know what he <laughs> says to him, but he says, do it last. So Marty that night sneaks out of his room. 
And uh, Marty's pretty fucking crafty. He's fucking agile. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he should be... A lot of upper body strength. Yeah, he's like a gymnast. Yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he takes his... Uh, you know the other thing I was thinking about, that silver bullet? Like, he gets into it and he starts it in the middle of the night. It's like loud he's as fuck. They didn't wake anybody up. His parents must sleep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that thing's like turning on a lawnmower. Yeah, maybe they're alcoholics and they were just passed out. True. <laughs> He goes, Marty goes out to this like bridge and he's being responsible because he's like, he'll light the fireworks and then he'll shove them into the water so they don't like burn. Yeah. But uh, he's out there lighting all these fireworks and all of a sudden the werewolf comes. Yep. And we see it and he's like, oh shit. And we see it. This is like the first time that we actually like see it in full. Yeah. Like the bad werewolf, not the dream werewolves. And uh, it comes up and Marty's like, grabs the first thing he grabbed was the rocket. And he lights it, and it shoots off, and it goes right into the fucking werewolf's eye. Yeah, that can't feel good. And Marty then, like, bugs out with his silver bullet, gets back home. Because that thing's fast. Yeah, and he sneaks, can sneaks back in. Like, sneaks back into his house, and he just cries. Like, he's, like, cowering in the cries corner. Cries himself to sleep. Yep. But uh, he tells his sister Jane the story, and Jane believes him. Yeah, and he calls Red. Red does not believe him. He's like, no. you're insane. Yeah. But uh, Jane believes him, and so Jane starts... She's like, I did the only thing I could do, and that was look around town. Yeah, to try to find somebody with one eyeball. With one eye uh, missing. And uh, so she, under the guise of collecting soda cans and bottles. bottles for the church, she's going around to all the businesses and all the people, and she's looking at everybody. This is another fucking montage. Yeah, of her just going around looking, in, looking, looking at, at eyeballs. Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but did you notice also, like, everybody she talked to just kind of, like, stared at her, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How dare you ask me for cans and bottles? Yeah, these are mine. Yeah. I've got a bunch of hoarders, apparently. <laughs> my cans are my cans. What's mine is mine. She gets done and she's all pissed off at her brother. She's like, nobody in this town has one eye. Yeah, fuck you. Dumbass. Fuck you, Marty. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so she goes to the church to drop off all of her goods and she's like, hey, Reverend Lowe, I'm just dropping this shit off. And Reverend Lowe is like doing some gardening in the front of the church. He's like, yeah, just dump it in the, in in the, the garage shed. or something. Yeah. And we see Reverend Lowe and Reverend Lowe turns to the camera and he's only got one eye. Oh shit. Bah, bah, bah. Oh my reveal. God. Werewolf. What'd you think about that reveal? It's good. Yeah. Yeah. See, the problem with me is I already knew it. Oh yeah. No, I did too. <laughs> not, not because I'm a genius, but because like I already seen the ending. Oh, okay. No, I, I suspected it was him. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah, my wife said, like, when she was a kid and she saw it, she was like, oh, my God. She shit her pants. Yeah. And she's like, Mom, come wipe my butt. <laughs> You're not she's a like, Damn paraplegic. <laughs> she's like, whatever. I just like the way it feels. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, fucking Anna Green Gables doesn't see this right away. No. She's out in the shed and she's uh, dumping some shit, dumping all the cans in. And uh, she accidentally knocks something over. And then she sees the baseball bat that Lawrence Tierney always carried around. Yeah. And she knows that he's missing and the bat's been broken. Yeah. And it looks like it's been bitten into. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, oh, shit. And then she turns around and she sees the reverend standing there. And he's got the bandage over his eye. And she's and like, she oh, my God. And then she's like, I got to go. I'm not feeling well. And he's yeah, like, I got to oh. poop. <laughs> he's like, I'll, I'll take you home. You can use my toilet. Nope. She's it's like, like, no, this is going to be real stinky. Yeah. He's like, but I, that's okay. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, shit. Not only is he a werewolf, he's a shit elf. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> well, she bugs out. 
And she goes back home and she's like, Marty, I believe you. It's the fucking Reverend. They tell Gary Busey and Gary Busey's like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. He has this really cool like back and forth with Corey Haim like right here uh, where they're talking and, and he they're just talking shit to each other. But uh, anyway, he's like, all right. He's like, I'll, I'll take a look and see what I can find. But he doesn't really find anything. No. Um, and but, so uh, he's like, you guys are insane. Corey's, uh, Corey Heyman, his sister, they, they get the bright idea of let's send him a letter. Oh, yeah. They're going to send him. Uh, <laughs> like a ransom style note, like where they cut the letters out of magazines right. and stuff. And, and it's, it says, I know who you are. I know what you are. Why don't you kill yourself? It's I mean, like, holy shit. And not only do they send it one time, but they send it multiple times. <laughs> yeah. And he, re- yeah. Um, <laughs> why don't you kill yourself? Yeah. Uh, so the Reverend figures out that it's him. Well, obviously he knows it's him cause he was on the bridge. So we've got Marty watching, you know, his friends playing baseball, which is kind of a sad scene of like, it was a sad scene. Yeah. yeah and then he gets in the, his little scoot, uh, the silver bullet and he's taken off. And then the Reverend comes up and tries to like run him off the road. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's pretty, that's a pretty, uh, intense scene yeah he's like chasing him and the reverend's like in fucking insane at this he's like point. ramming him yep and he chases him to this old abandoned bridge and then marty runs out of gas uh in his uh in his wheelchair but just so happens that farmer joe's driving by so marty calls for help right before the reverend can kill marty yep and the reverend even tells him i'm not going to kill myself because if i do that i'll go to hell yeah <laughs> and the reverend explains to marty like why he killed that girl yeah at the beginning is because she was going to kill herself and she was going to go to hell. So he would rather kill her. Exactly. Yeah, he's, her he actually dead. saved her from going to hell. Yeah. Yeah. Kind he's, of bullshit. he's a hero. <laughs> bullshit fucking logic. Yeah, exactly. Well, what about the railroad no, guy? I would have bought that had it been like consistent throughout the whole thing. Yeah, like, yeah. But like the hunters, not like they weren't going to kill themselves. The little boy. Like, no, no, no. They were all suicidal. <laughs> Brady. Yeah, it was a matter of confession. I can't give you all the details. <laughs> like, yeah. Come on. Anyway, so Marty escapes that. The Reverend, the Reverend bugs out. And then um, the uh, red Uncle Red looks at Marty's silver bullet, and he sees that the that there's a dent with paint yeah, that blue, matches blue paint that matches the Reverend's car. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh shit, he's telling the truth." Red goes to the sheriff. Yep. And the sheriff is like, "Listen, I'll go investigate. Uh, I'll go investigate the Reverend." And so he goes over there, and he starts seeing some stuff is suspicious, but he uh, sees the Reverend like locked up in the shed yeah and like i guess like the reverend locked himself up so he wouldn't I, uh, yeah so he wouldn't out. go out and hurt people yeah i don't know but uh it doesn't work because <laughs> the sheriff is like like all right come with me yeah you're under arrest and then the reverend here then yeah the reverend just kills him <laughs> just bludgeons him with that baseball bat yeah to death yep now the sheriff's missing and so uncle red and the two kids are like we got to do something because yeah, marty's this. like i'm next he he knows that i know who he is so he's gonna come after me he's gonna kill me so they say to their uncle look take our necklaces our silver necklaces (laughs) take my medallion (laughs) and we need to make them into a silver bullet so we can shoot him yeah and gary Busey's like all right (laughs) okay and then we get we get another kind of like a little montage of this he takes the necklace down to uh like a gunsmith and the guy makes a bullet for him. And I kind of like it. He's like, uh, you know, uh, my kids, he's kind of beating around the bush. He's like, you want a silver bullet? And he's like, yes. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> he wants one. He under the guise of the Lone Ranger, because I guess the Lone yeah. Ranger used to use silver bullets. And so he's like, all right, cool. And so then the guy makes it. And he's like, this is the best thing I've ever made. <laughs> and then he's like, yep, it'll be good for a Lone Ranger fan. And the 
gunsmith goes or to kill a werewolf yeah like so Whoa. so people are starting to believe that there's a werewolf <laughs> also so it's Halloween. it just so happens to be halloween night yeah that's the next full moon awesome and a full moon that was last year do we have a full moon on halloween 2020 that's it was cool. a full moon on halloween what, yeah. a, what a waste i know right <laughs> it was on a saturday yeah and it was a full moon that's a shame the whole year was fucked <laughs> so anyway it was a, a full moon on halloween and uh red sends the parents away on a trip he's like yeah i won this trip and i couldn't take it so you guys yeah, it was like it. a couple thing and he's like well i'm going through a divorce so yeah no couples retreat for me yep and so but i also kind of got the idea that i mean obviously red didn't win this trip right? no no he just made it he up. even says so yeah he even says that he made it up but i kind of got the idea that he didn't even like like they're gonna get there and they're gonna be like what, what this the is fuck a motel six about? what the hell's going on here <laughs> which would be awesome <laughs> the mom says something weird here too she goes to the daughter she's like if any trick-or-treaters come don't let them inside <laughs> all right gotcha mom copy but, that but like why yeah exactly like it's a town where everybody knows everybody yeah so like, treat also can i use your bathroom no nope. like, no come on what a uh, ridiculous but maybe the mom's like look there's a werewolf killer on the loose so <laughs> yeah don't let anyone any those fucking kids yeah no one with a beard no the, one who looks wolf-like the other thing that i found funny was it was halloween right yeah what if someone came dressed as a werewolf <laughs> and they fucking shot him <laughs> They're just like, we got him. That's oh, <laughs> like, just fucking the Johnson boy. <laughs> yeah, with fucking spirit gum and uh, fucking fur glued to his I, face. I dressed up as a werewolf one year, and I had like spirit gum and fur glued to my yeah. face. I would have got shot. Yeah, your ass would have got killed. <sighs> and they would have been justified. Yeah. Yeah. We thought he was the reverend. Yeah. He, like, nope. He was just a kid. He was turning into a werewolf, right? <laughs> he had two eyes, no. guys. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Think. <laughs> Shit. God damn it. Anyway, what if I went as a werewolf pirate that year? Yeah, you'd be double <laughs> fucked. Like, ar. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, they're hanging out. Oh, do you remember when the national anthem used to play at the end of the day, yeah, broadcast yeah. day of uh, television? Yeah, before we go to the snow screen. Yeah, my wife and I were talking about that to our kids. We're like, there was a time when TV wasn't on 24-7. Yeah, it just ended. It, yeah, it just stopped. They're like, what? <laughs> They're like, tell us more about this TV. And why like the Star Spangled Banner? Because it was the end of the broadcast day, man. It's just weird. Yay, America. <laughs> All right, well, TV's off now. That's pretty much it. It's like, uh, <laughs> nope. And then it would turn, so it would turn off at like, I don't know, like two yeah, in the morning or something. And then it would come back on at like six in the morning. Yeah. So for four hours, until someone was like, why? Yeah, we could just put commercials on or something. Paid programming. Yeah. We could sell lots of slap chops and... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Some sham wows. Sham wows, some magic bullets. Fuck yeah. You know what commercial I saw last night? You remember? Like, these were pr- more prevalent in the 90s. But it's like, call this to talk to local singles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those are still on, like, late at night. They're like, oh, you want to talk to single ladies? Like... It's no, like, what? I have I have the internet. Yeah, if I'm that hard, <laughs> if I'm so up, inclined. <laughs> pornography's free. Yeah, and if I'm that hard up, like like there's always the internet. Yeah, exactly. Like for anything, like porn or to talk to people or yeah, I don't know. Like I don't have to dial your phone number. I don't need to pay you to pretend like you like me. Yeah, but I bet you, I bet you those lines still get hits. Oh, otherwise, for sure. why would they have commercials? Yeah, yeah. No, they're lonely. Yeah, lonely people. Yeah, this call. Is all 
lonely people. We love to party. Like it's so fucking weird. <laughs> I, what what are you doing? Sitting on my couch. Yeah. What, what are you wearing? Shorts. I thought, I thought we were just talking, like hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> like oh. <laughs> What's your name, Phil? I mean Phyllis. <laughs> Uh, so the the t- the reason why I brought up the TV going off is because they're all sitting there. They've been yeah, waiting it's all late. night. The TV goes off, and it's yeah, like and Red's snow. like fuck this. And then he wakes up and he's like fuck this. He's like, you guys are going to bed. I'll stay up the rest of the night because I said I would. Yeah. Well, meanwhile, through the window, werewolf. There. There. <laughs> Jane sees it. She's like, ah. Yep. And then uh, all hell breaks loose. The fucking wolf breaks in. <laughs> yep. He starts beating the shit out of Gary Busey. He sm- uh, like smacks the gun out of his hand. Yep. And the bullet's not even in the gun. I don't think. It- no, because Busey takes it out and he's like, yeah. "This fucking silver bullet." And then it, and then he smacks it That's out. That's right. Of his and hand. the bullet like falls down like a like a grate or something like a, in the floor. Yeah, like a heating vent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, did I ever tell you that story? <laughs> <laughs> My cousin, when we were young, we were probably like six, seven years old. Maybe not. I don't even know if we were that old. But uh, his his room in his parents' house was on the top floor. And it was like the only room. Like you would just walk up the stairs. And it was like a loft area mm-hmm. kind of. But not really. But his room was up there. And he had a floor grate for a heating yeah. like, thing. Well, we were up there one day. And I was like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. He goes, just pee in that. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? He goes, I do it all the time. And so I was like, all right. So I pissed in the floor grate, right? Well, I guess that next winter when they turned the heat on. Oh, it smells like hot ammonia up in here. <laughs> My uncle, had, he had they had to like bust it open. And he looked at it and he's like, it was caked with like with just stale piss. Piss. oh my god that's so gross and i asked my cousin years later i was like why did you think that was a good idea to do he goes i don't know i just <laughs> it was there did he confess like, oh, well he must have he had to have like what else were they gonna say blame it on yeah exactly werewolf <laughs> it's werewolf comes in here every night pisses in the grate and leaves a cat yeah they didn't have a cat yeah so werewolf that's the only logical excuse yep like, oh, that checks out. All right. We told you not to let anyone in to use the bathroom. <laughs> Was this on Halloween? Yeah. Come on. So, you yeah. dress like a pirate? I just always remember that. <sighs> That's funny. So, yeah. So, it fl- falls down that grate. Um, Marty reaches yeah, for it. Yeah, he grabs it. it. And, of course, it's, like, this tense scene. Like, it's more intense than, like, Marty mm. reaches for it and grabs it. But he does. He gets it. Puts it in the uh, gun. And then he shoots the reverend in the other eye. Yeah, and he's like, ah, fuck. Now I can't see shit. <laughs> and he dies. Yep. And he turns back into the reverend. Yep. But he's and we get like one now. last little jump scare. Yep. But he did. Yep. And Jane says, Marty, are you all right? He's like, except for my legs. I don't think I can walk. Yeah. Ha <laughs> ha. Yep. Little, <laughs> little wheelchair humor for you. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I've been... I've Winks been, at the camera. And he goes, I've been sitting on that one Boom. for a long time. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, that's the end. And then Jane, the the narrator is like, well, that is the end. And then she's like, and I loved my brother and I hadn't been able to always say that, but... Yeah, and then she says something like, good night, Marty, or something. That was weird. The last line of the movie is odd. Yeah, it's like, is Marty dead? Yeah. Is that no, what she's like, telling what? the story? Good night. 
Yeah. Or is she telling the story to Marty to put him to sleep? I, yeah, exactly. Go to fucking sleep, please. <laughs> Why did I tell you the story? I tell the story every goddamn night. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you You're know 40 what years old now. <laughs> Marty, you know what happened. You were there. <laughs> tell it again. Yeah. I like this movie. I thought it was fun. It's um, It's definitely like one of those like kid... Yeah, romp movies like um, like The Sandlot or Goonies or Monster Squad, shit like that, where it's just a it's not a group of kids, but it's Marty and his sister. Yeah, and uh, they're going doing this adventure. So I dug it. Um, it had a very like made for TV quality to it. Yeah, I would agree. And like, like the werewolf effects aren't very good. The wolf's kind of dumb you know, looking. At first, I thought they were cool. Yeah. And then, like, at the end scene, I was like... Oh. Not so much. I didn't like seeing him. I like no. not seeing him. And the morphing also wasn't very... I mean, around the same time... It was time, a cool scene. Yeah, like, but you had better... Movies that did it better. Oh. And earlier. Well, with... So this came money. after, yeah, The Howling and American Werewolf. Yeah, even after the fucking thriller video. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, I mean, what are you going to do? $7 million budget? Yeah. Like I said, very made-for-TV quality to it, but... It was good. I thought Gary Busey was awesome in it. He was funny. I thought Corey Haim did really good, too. And I can see why he was such a likable kid actor. Like, right. he was so good. He was so natural. Mm-hmm. Fucking drugs, man. Yeah. Just Hell say no. Thing. Just say no, kids. I want to end up like Corey Haim. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> the original Lost Boy himself. Yes. I gave it three Pamela Voorhees heads because I was... Thoroughly, en- I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, I liked this movie a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah, uh, I had a feeling I was like, "Oh, this movie's gonna suck." Uh, I also enjoyed it um, for all the reasons you said. I thought the kids did a good job. Uh, Gary Busey was fun. The werewolf effects were cheesy, but I think that also kind of added to the charm. Kind of a family-friendly movie. Definitely, it's one you could show the kids. Uh, I give it a three as well. There you go. We agree on most things today well we'll see <laughs> we'll see next uh, picture <laughs> next film so a uh, few weeks ago we did a contest that a uh, person could win um uh, art print of uh sid Hague. devil's rejects yeah yeah um sid Hague prim- primarily but um and then uh, also a t-shirt a swearwolf's t-shirt and we had a uh, few people enter so appreciate you uh on entering that but uh david yeah, so let's uh, boop, boop, beep, boop. <laughs> Enter it into the computer. We'll randomly select the winner. And the winner is Will. I'll leave your last name out of it. Uh, but thank you, Will. On Twitter, we will reach out to you and uh, get your information and mail you out uh, the, the print. Stuff. The T-shirt, so people see in public and say, "What's that?" You can say, uh, "You could not say it's a podcast and to say it's from a movie." And then, well, see you later. Yeah. <laughs> no, please tell us, tell tell people about the show. Uh, but thank you for the review and thank you for supporting us. We appreciate it and we hope you enjoy. Yes, always, Will. Thank you. Will's been a, a listener for a long time. Oh, nice. Lives in Texas. Tejas. Tejas. Uh, we get a lot of listens in Texas, actually. Yeah. It might all just be Will. Everything's big in Texas. Downloading over and over, <laughs> over and over. Thanks, Will. <laughs> Keep it coming. Um, okay, so let's move on to the next film. The next film is a more recent film. Actually, really recent. Within the last two months. Yeah. <laughs> um, Werewolves Within. 2021. Release date June 25th, 2021. What was the number <laughs> one movie in the box office? 
this was hard. I was like, this was so recent. I I went with In the Heights. That uh, oh, the Lin Manuel Miranda yeah, yeah. one. No, yeah, no, I don't think anybody really liked that. I don't know. Have you watched it? I've watched it. I was, liked it. Was it good? My wife really wa- liked it. Yeah, I want to watch it. Yeah, it's not as I good just, as Hamilton, but no. it was still enjoyable. Yeah. Um. No, the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. bodyguard? Okay. Which I didn't see. Wasn't the other one Hitman's Bodyguard? Yeah. I haven't seen that. I haven't either. I haven't seen either of them. No, but that's like Ryan Reynolds and Samuel Jackson. That sounds right. Yeah, I think so. Uh, number one song. Uh, I went with "Good for You" by Olivia Rodrigo. You were so close. Damn it! You were was... off by a week. Ah, oh. "Good for You" was the week before. Damn it! This got taken over Ugh. by a little group called BTS. Do you Ugh. know who BTS? Is? Yeah, <laughs> and their song "Butter." Smooth I... like butter. Oh yeah. Criminal undercover. Ugh. Garbage. <laughs> it is garbage. I don't understand. I don't either. I, I said to my daughter, I said, she's nine. And I said, uh, it's K pop stuff, right? Yeah. I go, does anybody, I don't like, get it in your school like that. And she goes, no, she goes, well, yeah. She goes, there's this one kid. He has a BTS backpack. Oh and I was God. Like, does he get beat up a lot? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not like, it's not like in our day. School's not like that anymore. That's good. Kids don't get beat. I, it That's is good. good. good it thing. is good. And and I was gonna make I was gonna make fun of the fact that the kid likes BTS, but then I go, you know what? He likes what he likes. No, I had and a buddy awesome. when I was a kid that was super into New Kids on the Block, yeah. and he had posters and all the tapes and stuff. That's awesome. Hey, hey, go for it, man. Exactly. Someday, other people will think you're cool. Yeah, <laughs> but that day is not today. <laughs> uh, but yeah and then i asked my son i was like does anybody in high school like because he's in high school and i was like does anybody in high school he's like well we were in gym class the other day and uh the radio was on and the girl there's this one girl who like freaked out because the new bts song came on (laughs) he's like but it was only this one girl yeah and i was like i don't know whatever but but they have enough fans oh yeah no they're huge i don't think i've ever i mean i knew that part of that song but i couldn't tell you any more of that song no but they also have a song called like dynamite. Oh, I hate that song. This up like dynamite. It's like everything is the same. It's like like dynamite. Yeah, and then it's like like butter. Everything's like staccato. Yeah, yeah. The dynamite song is annoying too. Because do you remember that song that we gonna light it up like it's dynamite? It was like ten years ago or whatever. To me, these those two songs sound the same. They sound the same. I don't know. It's not very original. Like this, uh, like in dynamite. Yeah. Yeah. Who the fuck knows? BTS. K-pop. I don't get it. Fucking BTS. <laughs> IBS. What does BTS even stand for? I don't know. IBS would be better, though. <laughs> Irritable bell syndrome. <laughs> Will you help me wipe my ass? <laughs> I can't move my legs. All so right. wipe my butt. Whoa. <laughs> uh, written by Mishnah Wolf, directed by Josh Rubin, music by Anna Drubik. This movie stars a lot of people that maybe you'd go, oh, I recognize that I person. That person. Um, Milana Vintrube is the plays Cicely Moore. She's Lily, the AT and T yeah. girl. Yep, you've seen her. Um, most famously for that, probably on TV mm, for sure, because she's been that spokesperson for years. All, years. Yep. Um, but she's also done some other stuff. She's actually really funny. Uh, she's uh, and she does 
this movie and she's done other movies too so uh she shouldn't be just categorized as <laughs> the, the at girl. girl it's unfortunate but she's probably not crying about it with no the paychecks yeah, that she's I'm getting sure she's doing just fine <laughs> but yeah there's her um let's see who else sam richardson sam richardson it from plays veep f- yeah i've never seen veep but uh, oh, it's hilarious finn wheeler um he's kind of the star of this movie uh harvey gillian plays joaquin He's he's the familiar in what we do in the shadows, the TV show. Mm-hmm. He's the the familiar. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. There's other people in this movie. I'll, I'll go through them. Wayne <laughs> uh, Wayne Duvall as Sam, Catherine Curtin as Janine, Hilla Watkins as Trisha, George Basil as Marcus, Sarah Burns as Gwen. Yada yada yada. It goes on and on. I'm gonna fuck. Uh, budget six point five million dollars. What do you think the box office was? I'm gonna guess less. Much less. Yeah. <laughs> Primarily because yeah, COVID. COVID, all that other kind of stuff. It got a limited release, small release, but then it went straight to VOD. I was going to say, they got six ninety nine from me last night. So <laughs> they got six ninety nine from me as well. <laughs> so uh, it made $941,000 okay. in the box office, but that's not counting rentals. Yeah. So it'll keep going up. Yeah. It'll definitely go up. All right. What is this movie about? Okay. So the movie opens up and there's this guy and he's like out side yeah on a flip phone on a flip phone no less (laughs) and the flip phone like goes off and he's like texting somebody and he's looking around he takes off his wedding yeah oh what are you doing buddy yeah and uh up to no good and then out of nowhere there's like movement yeah Yeah, off in the the hell is that and he starts asking like what is that what What is is that that? werewolf pirate (laughs) (laughs) um but then he gets killed yep (laughs) no he gets got right away Yep. And then it's like 29 and a half days later. <laughs> and that's when Finn Wheeler is driving up to his new station. He is a new forest ranger yep. for Beaverfield, Beaverfield, Vermont. And he's driving up there. It's a small town. And as he's driving up there. <laughs> is this in a, like, a self-help CD or something in his car? And it's like how to be like more commanding and masculine. Yeah. And it's like a woman talking. And she's like, balls 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 i thought it was also kind of funny uh a funny little joke there where it's like i the the idea of the tape was to teach a guy how to be more masculine yeah and it's a female woman talking voice so i thought that was funny but yeah uh just telling him to do that primal scream and get that aggression out and everything and uh he's also trying to call his girlfriend back home Mm -hmm. and she's not answering so he just leaves her message. He's like, I took your advice. I'm going to start being a more stand-up guy and this, that, and the other thing. But uh, anyway, he arrives at Beaverfield. And uh, the reason why he got sent there was because residents of the town are divided over this pipeline yep. proposal from this guy, Sam Parker, who owns this. Yeah, and it's like a protected forest, but he wants to run a pipeline through it. Yeah, and so Finn has to be up there to kind of be the forest ranger watching over the construction if and when it gets approved. Yeah. So he um, Finn arrives, and uh, he checks into his hotel room, and uh, he needs to go talk to uh, some guy named Emerson Flint. And there's a mail carrier there who's like, oh, I'll take you that way because I have a delivery over that way. And that's... Um, Milana Vine Troop. Yeah, she plays Cecily. Cecily. Moore. And uh, he takes 
he and her go off together and they start hitting it off right away. Yeah. She's pretty funny. She's like, Oh, you want to hear some hot Beaverfield goss? <laughs> goss. Yeah. He's like, what's goss? Gossip. It's gossip. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she tells him about everybody in the town and there's only about a handful of people in this town, but she tells him about everybody. Yeah. And we find out the owner of the hotel, uh, the husband is gone and the speculations that he ran off to Belize with somebody. Yep. So we meet a couple people. We meet Marcus and Gwen, and they're a couple that run the like auto parts store, like their mechanics or whatever, but they're like fucked up. They're like <laughs> fucking like on drugs or something. They're just like they're just really weird and yeah. stupid. We meet Trisha and her husband Pete, and Trisha's got the dog Chachi. And they're like right wing, yeah. Conservative. And I thought it was kind of funny that the dog's name was Chachi. Yeah, like I'm so sure that was I. a Scott Bayo reference. Oh, of course, <laughs> of course. Janine, by the way, is the person that owns the hotel. Yeah. that everybody like eventually comes to. We meet uh, the local gay couple, which is played by oh Cheyenne Jackson. Oh yeah, from American Horror Story. From American Horror Story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Devin and Joaquim. It's Joaquim with, with an, an M. M. <laughs> um, and uh, so anyway, Cecily tells finn about all of these people as they're walking through the town and i thought it was kind of a nice way to introduce everybody in the town yeah because as the mail carrier she gets to interact with all these people she kind of knows yeah everybody yeah and uh we should also say she took over for dave uh who was janine's husband he was the mail carrier right and she took over for his his job yep She's taking them all around, telling them all this gossip, but also her and Finn are like hitting it off. And you can see like there's kind of like a flirty chemistry flirt flirtatiousness going Mm -hmm. on there. Uh, They get to Emerson Flint's house and uh, Finn's like, okay, well, uh, I got to go talk to him. And Cecily gives him the package and she's like, well, you take this up and drop this off. And he's like, oh, you're not coming with. And she's like, no, I'll just wait here. Yeah, I'm good. And then before she can tell him to like, hey, watch out, like he gets a phone call. So he's trying to talk on the phone and he's just like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And he walks away and we see a sign that's like, no trespassing. Trespassers will be shot. I'm going to shoot you. All these signs up basically saying, don't step foot on there. Right. And she's all, well, we'll he'll find out. Yeah, he'll learn. So uh, Finn goes up there to talk to this guy. And the reason why she's talking, he has to talk to this guy is because there's a doctor who's staying at the hotel, who asked for his help, saying that this guy was trapping animals illegally. Right. And because he's the ranger, he's got to go deal with it. Go deal with it. So he gets over to that guy's place, and of course the guy pulls a gun out on him. (laughs) He's like, oh shit. And he talks to him, and he's like, I don't recognize your laws. I don't recognize this land is not being mine. (laughs) I'm a sovereign citizen. (laughs) Yeah, and he's all, okay, well, see ya. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye now. (laughs) So Finn and Cecily leave and cecily takes him to this bar the axe den the axe den and she has access to the place yeah because the owners left for the winter yeah and they come back in the summer and so she's like they just left me the keys and uh she turns it on and it's got like pinball machines not real pinball machines no yeah (laughs) i was trying to look too i was like oh yeah those are did have a pac-man galaga i saw that the split game split game um and it had like a old EM shooting mm-hmm. game, but uh, the pinball machines were fake. Yeah. They're probably real pinball. Real games, but yeah, the marquees, like yeah. those aren't games that exist. No. Or the uh, translate. Yeah. <laughs> the translate, yeah. But anyway, it was but, just, Yeah, and they got a jukebox. Oh, that was kind of funny. She's like, oh, put some music on. 
and it's all on the sign nineties by Ace and Base <laughs> <laughs> and truly madly deeply. <laughs> Savage Garden. <laughs> Let me think of our episode with yeah. the uh, the mashup. Oh yeah. god, I have to play that for everybody. <laughs> but yeah, that plays. And then she comes out, and she's like gotten more comfortable. She's not in her male gear anymore. Her like winter clothes. She took them off, and she's just got her uh, like regular t shirt on. Yeah, and she's looking good. Mm-hmm. And she starts dancing and everything. And Finn's just like, ah, uh. oh, oh my, <laughs> humana humana. Hello. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Splooge. Well, it's been a while. I'm sorry. (laughs) But she starts dancing and everything, and then they start uh, talking. And um, there's the reason why it's called the accident is because they have axe throwing, like instead of darts. Mm -hmm. So they they go over there, and they start throwing axes. They start bonding over that, and they're just about ready to kiss. Mm. Like they're going to make out. Yeah, it's hot. And he gets a phone call from his ex-girlfriend. Yep. His ex-girlfriend. He so takes the call. What an asshole. We come to find out that he's not dating this girl anymore. No, it's his ex. She actually said, we need time apart. And in a year, we'll reevaluate this if nothing better has come along <laughs> for her. Yeah. And so he's telling Cecily about this. And she's like, so she's your ex-girlfriend. And then they're about ready to kiss. And then the girlfriend, the ex-girlfriend calls. And she's like, you're kidding me. Yeah. You're going to not make out with me. Yeah, the old kiss diss. <laughs> oh. What an asshole. So she's you like, fool. she basically tells him to fuck off and she <laughs> goes back. Big storm hits that night. Kind of run through this a little bit quicker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big storm hits. Power goes out. Trisha is letting her dog Chachi out mm-hmm. on a leash, but through the dog door. And she just kind of watches the leash. Like it's one of those expandable yeah. leashes. And uh, Chachi gets got. Yeah presumably eaten yep and the leash retracts and it's been gnawed <laughs> yeah oh and she's like she screams Chachi! well everybody ends up at the fucking hotel yeah like i said the all the power is out and they so said it's going to be a week before the power can be back on and finn's like okay i'll go turn the generators on so he goes out to go turn the generators on and all the generators have been slashed yep yeah, like it looks claws. like claws. Yep. And uh, he's like, fuck. And then he finds... <laughs> so he also finds a dead body. Yeah, he finds Dave, <laughs> yeah, German, Janine's, uh, Janine's husband, husband, under the under the house. Yeah, that's no she good. Finds his body, he finds his body. So now Janine's all freaking out, too. And they're like, oh, shit, he didn't go to Belize. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, he did. The other thing, too, that I like is uh, Joaquin is like... Because Trisha keeps going, my baby, Chachi, my baby. And Joaquin's like... um. Just for the record, is this a real baby? <laughs> if so, this is really sad. If not, it's just a dog. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought that was funny. Yeah. That guy was awesome. He was really funny. Yeah. Um, the townsfolk are c- kind of convinced there's an animal. Uh, either that or that uh, that Emerson Flint guy. Yeah. Like, so at first they think it's... This. Well, and then they're like, well, it's an animal. We should get Emerson Flint because he's a hunter. We should get him to hunt it and mm-hmm. kill it for us. So Finn and Cecily go over to Emerson's place to enlist him to hunt. And they're like, you got to do this. You know, it's the neighborly thing to do. And Finn like starts like talking about Mr. Rogers and Emerson's like, I don't know what the fuck Mr. Yeah, Rogers Mr. is. Rogers? So they have to explain it to him. But Cecily's looking around and she finds Chachi's collar on the mantle of Emerson's fireplace. And she shows Finn. And then they're like, uh, we got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So they bug out. 
And they go back and they're like, it was Emerson. And the town folk are like, okay, well, we'll just hole up here. Everybody just hole up here. Yeah, almost everybody has a gun. <laughs> yep. And we'll spend the night. And in the morning, we'll we'll reevaluate the situation. Well, that night, Pete <laughs> is uh, awoken by some noise. And he goes out to check on it. And he gets attacked. And he gets his, gets hand, his hand bitten sh- off or part of his hand. Yeah. And then Gwen goes out there to shoot at whatever it was that was gnawing on his hand. And she ends up shooting him. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> so he's slowly losing blood. Yeah, he passes out. That doctor that I talked about before, she's running experiments to try to find out what it was that attacked. Yeah, because she finds out that the corpse that they found and the dog hairs, like, there's there's hairs that match. Yes. Yeah, it's like, oh, these are connected. She's been trying to find out what's going on. Well, after there's attack inside the hotel, she's like, it's a werewolf. One of you are a werewolf, and she locks herself in her hotel room. And she's like, I'm not coming out. They're all trying to convince her, like, hey, you got to come out. You got to come out. Meanwhile, Sam Parker, the uh, gas guy, he's like, I'm going to sneak in there and grab the gun Mm -hmm. away from her because she was shooting everybody. And so he breaks in to go get the gun away from her. And uh, when he opens the door, she's dead. Yeah, he's like, she shot herself. She shot herself. She'd rather shoot herself, which is kind of suspect right there. Everybody, like, at first, they're like... Finn's like, we ought to all stay together. As long as we all stay together, we'll force the person who is the werewolf out if it's one of us. And they're like, because they all end up believing that it's a werewolf. Yeah. Everybody in the town's like, eh, fuck you. Yeah. We're all going back home. (laughs) And uh, one by one, everybody goes back home. Except for Finn and Cecily and Janine, who obviously owns the hotel. The tensions amongst all the town folk have kind of boiled yeah, over. Yeah, nobody trusts anyone. Nobody trusts everybody. Some people want the pipeline to come through because they're going to get paid. Some people don't because they just want to live in a nice, peaceful town. So they start to kill each other, <laughs> basically. Trisha, who wants the pipeline, she kills uh, one, Devin. Of the, yeah, Devin, one of the gay couple. Yep, um, the guy from American Horror Story. Yep. Yeah. She kills him. And she's going to make it look like the werewolf. Everybody wants to ma- then make it look like it was the <laughs> it werewolf. Was the wolf. Then we got uh, Marcus and Gwen, and Marcus makes a <laughs> like a Freddy, Freddy Krueger glove, glove <laughs> that he's gonna slice at people. Yeah, um, he's chasing people down. <laughs> and does he want to like steal stuff yeah. and like blame it on the wolf? <laughs> yeah, so he's going to steal stuff. He's standing out in the middle of the road, and his wife Gwen backs the truck up into him, kills him. <laughs> Doesn't realize that she's killed him. Yep. Then, then Trisha kills Shoot, Gwen, shoots Gwen, calls her a home wrecker because Gwen had slept with uh, her husband, Trisha's husband Pete. Pete's dead because he's been shot and got his <laughs> hand bit off. He's bled out. Yeah, and I like around the time Cecily he says, "This town's bat shit. <laughs> All these people are nuts." Uh, Trisha then dies because Sam Parker kills her. Then Joaquin, Joaquin kills Trisha. Oh yeah, no, Ro- Ro- you're right. Joaquin kills Trisha with like a fire poker, and then. Finn's talking to Cecily and Joaquim, and he says something about Cecily being the se- the youngest of seven children. Yeah. And Joaquim's like, in Argentina, where I grew up, they would kill the seventh born because the person was a werewolf. Yeah, yeah. He thinks that Cecily's a werewolf. So now he thinks Cecily is, so he's going to try to kill Cecily, but then Joaquim gets shot by an arrow by... Uh, it's like a spear gun or something, right? By Sam? By Sam Parker. Yeah. So now he's dying. But he's not dead because then Sam's going to kill Finn and Cecily, but then Joaquim shoots him, causes an explosion, which kills Sam. 
Joaquim's dead. Everybody's dead now. <laughs> Pretty except much. For, except for Finn and Cecily. Yep. And so they're like, what the fuck? So they go back to, uh, oh, yeah. And Sam's also been shot and stabbed. Right. Or Finn's also been shot and stabbed, yeah, yeah. excuse me. But he's still alive. So he goes. they go back to the um, bar because the power turns back on right <laughs> at that time. They go back to the bar and um, Cecily's like, I'll, I'll go make you some food and call the ambulance or whatever. And Finn hears a noise. It's a cell phone. And so he goes to investigate it and he opens up a door and he sees a bunch of shit from the town. Yeah. And he's like, what? There was auto parts that would have fixed the snowblower that never got delivered. Mm-hmm. There was Dave Sherman's old UPS, uh, USPS badge and his phone. Yeah. And he's like, oh, shit. So he starts piecing two and two together and he realizes that it's Cecily who's <laughs> been the <laughs> She's werewolf. the werewolf. So he goes out and confronts her, and of course she tells him. Yeah, she says, hey, girls got to eat. Yep, and then she says, werewolves are real. You know what's not real? Girls who fall in love with you right away. and like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, the perfect girl. Yeah, dumbass. You're dumb. And uh, so they have a fight. She turns full werewolf, and they have a fight. And then right when she's going to kill him, Emerson comes in. Yeah. Old man Marley style from uh, (laughs) Home Alone. Yep. And bashes her with a shovel. And he like knocks her out or whatever. But then she gets in a fight with him. Then Finn ends up fighting with her. (laughs) To the sign by Ace of Base. Uh (laughs) (laughs) And he stabs her with like, um, it was like a ball. Oh, it was a snowshoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He stabs her with a snowshoe. Yeah. And then uh, that was an ongoing gag too about (laughs) snowshoes, but. I'm not going to tell you every fucking little detail about this movie. <laughs> but anyway, so he fucking kills her. She lies down. So then Emerson and Finn talk. And Emerson's like, well, I thought I'd come by. I thought it was the neighborly thing to do. <laughs> it's like, all right, cool. And he goes, uh, we should go back to Janine's because she's still back there, presumably locked yeah. in her room. And uh, she can make us a sandwich. And then all of a sudden, Cecily pops up. She's going to attack him one last time. And then Cecily gets shot. Yeah, by crossbow. And we look back, and it's Janine. Yep. Janine says, make your own damn sandwich. <laughs> and then it cuts to credits. What'd you think? I actually, I liked it. Um, I thought it was going to be funnier. Um, you didn't think it was funny? I thought it was, I mean, I thought it was funny, but I thought it was going to be like a riot, uh, and it wasn't. <laughs> but uh, I really liked the idea of like people turning against each other. I thought there was a lot of satire in this movie mm-hmm. that like, I mean, it kind of played on like, America just being very divided. I liked the whole red herring about the pipeline thing that actually had nothing to do with the murders. I mean, not really. Yeah. It was just kind of a setup. We didn't see the werewolf a whole lot, but I know it's probably for budget reasons, but that's, I would have liked to have seen more of the wolf and like morphing and more like violent kills. All the kills are pretty much off screen, but I thought it was funny. I, I would watch it again. I gave it three. Yeah, um, I'm kind of right there with you. I, I thought it was really funny. I thought all the actors did really well, specifically uh, Sam Richardson. Yeah, the two leads were both and really good. Milana Weintraub. I thought they did really well together, and uh, they had a good back and forth yeah. uh, in their scenes. But everybody did really good. I thought everybody played off of, mm-hmm. off of each other in, in their supporting roles as well. The other thing I'll say is I like the idea of most of the deaths weren't because of the werewolf. Yeah, I mean, it was, technically it's because it was of people killing each other. Yeah, everybody in the town that died pretty much were killed by everybody but the werewolf. <laughs> right. Um, 
the werewolf only killed the first person and the dog. Yeah. Until the very end. And then they all killed each other. And then she even says, like, you know, I have all this food. You know, like, <laughs> I'm ready to, I have it all. And it's so cold outside that all this meat will keep. And, you know. <laughs> but I, um... I really dug that and I dug like the kind of murder mystery element to it. Like we're all locked Agreed. in this house together. I thought it would have been had they all stayed in the house and kind of like played it like clue almost. Right, yeah. That would have done it. Yeah, that would have been cool. But the who done it kind of got left but that added that element of them all killing each other and going, oh, I'm going to make it look like a werewolf. Yeah. You know? But it was like but it, it was, was kind of knives out sort of too. Yeah, it was like that like clue meets werewolf movie right which which i really dug so i i give it three and a half panel nice. of Voorhees heads so that brings what three point two quarter yeah so definitely check it out i would say it's worth renting um it'll probably be somewhere streaming uh on one of the so. streaming services soon but uh definitely really good uh josh rubin that's his first film yep. so that was his directorial debut i thought he did a really good job uh give the writer credit also mishna wolf Good movies today. Yeah, good. We pretty good much agreed movies. on everything. Look at us. Check out some werewolf movies. I don't know when the next full moon is, but... Um, oh, and Silver Bullet's on Prime. So if you have Prime, you can stream that one for free. Is that how I watched it? Or did I watch it on HBO? Or did I rent it? Mm. God damn it, David. What did I do? <laughs> anyway, if you'd like to contact us about your thoughts on these movies or any suggestions you have for future episodes that you might want to see from us go ahead and do so how can they contact yeah, find us, David? us on twitter facebook the slasher app tiktok just search the swearwolves on instagram we are the swearwolves podcast uh, we have the swearwolves youtube channel uh, you can go to our website theswearwolves.com uh, or you can email us at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com so for the swearwolves this week i'm brett i'm david our Werewolves Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. There are... <laughs> that was me, I think. <laughs> no, it was me. Was it you? I felt it. <laughs> I thought I felt it too. Oh. It's both of us gurgling in stereo. We're such fucking idiots. No, there's going to be a lot of edits in this in this episode. Dude, we're such fucking morons. <laughs> we are the biggest... We're. You would think, David, we've been doing this for three fucking years. Yeah. Like, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. We're meh, idiots. Meh. That's all right. We'll get through it. <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> Werewolf. <Hi. laughs>